Previously on Plotty Time. Area code. Yeah, or error. Oh, uh, duh. <laughs> that was lost on me. Cool. It made me think of it. It was like a, a jazzed up Teddy Ruxpin. And then she goes on like a fucking soliloquy, right? Yeah. About, oh my God, this is humanity. We need this. You can't just get rid of the bad stuff. everyone and welcome to potty time the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash on one side of the table we have chump slap here take this it's a suicide pill with a mild laxative side effect <laughs> on the other side of the table is dr scientist pears word me out dude where do you start with a pear and my name is Papa Scotch, and as I always say, I think we both have a light in our stomachs, a special light like E.T., and the team needs something to light the way. My stomach light needs your stomach light. We can all foam home together. <laughs> Welcome to Potty Time. You do say that a lot. He says that too much. <laughs> hey, you guys get sick of hearing about my stomach light. <laughs> so let's start it like we do every time. This time we actually have some, uh, some entries for Papa Scotch's correction crevice. Nice. So we were discussing Resident Evil 2 last week. Were we? Uh, I, uh, yeah, believe it or not, it's only been a week. Wow. (laughs) But but, uh, we were confused on the timeline of when this takes place. Resident Evil 2 actually takes place two months after the events of Resident Evil. Hmm. Hmm. Who had it correct? I did, because I said a little bit after, maybe a week. Well, you're the only <laughs> one who answered. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we know what happened to Jill and Muscle Guy? Uh, muscle Guy Chris. Okay, that's his name. Went to Europe, and then he returns in Resident Evil 5. He went to Europe and didn't even tell his sister? Yep, he's kind of a douche. Wow. Yeah, I always assumed he was a douche. <laughs> also, uh, Resident Evil Zero was... I don't know if you guys heard of that. There's, By the way, I wanted to see what the timeline was, so I watched a helpful YouTube video about the timeline of Resident Evil, and this shit starts in, like, the 1600s with this backstory bullshit. <laughs> really? There's so much. There's also, like, an evil set of twins, which was the Code Veronica game, the Code Veronica Project. Like we well, can we'll just cover them eventually. Do, <laughs> we can do a podcast of just Resident Evil and have 100 episodes yeah, of how complicated it. it's bullshit. 250 downloads. <laughs> Resident Evil Zero takes place on July 23rd, 1998. That is the story of Alpha Team, which was the first team that went in and they all died. Barry uh, you, and Rebecca. Yes. Because in Resident Evil, you go in as Bravo Team after Alpha Team stopped responding. Mm-hmm. So that takes place July 24th, 1998. And then Resident Evil 2 takes place September 28th, 1998. Hmm. Also, the one thing we screwed up is no one remembered the name of the reporter. His name was not Joe, as we said. (laughs) (laughs) It was Ben Bertolucci. Oh, yes. Oh, what dicks we are. We got so many letters about that. So many letters. Uh, also, one thing we were confused about, the gun store owner in, is in the original game. His name is Robert Kendo, and he's super sexist, creepy, and he doesn't have a child with him. Like, uh, when you're Claire and you run to the story, he goes, you're safe with me, girly. 
and then uh, he gets eaten almost right away as zombies break into the to the gun oh. store. So they added like a, a Walking Dead to this one. Yeah, they're like, hey, how about we tone out this sexism and uh, let's add some humanity. That's the opposite of sexism, right? <laughs> so, so I've been told. That's what everyone. Yeah, that's what everyone says. <laughs> so that is the end of Papa Scotch's correction crevice. Yeah. Thanks for closing the door. <laughs> no problem. So let's get into the things we talk about every week, which is what do we do? What do we watch? What's going on? And we're going to start with our favorite member of the team, Dr. Scientist, always with the most detailed and best updates. <laughs> hey, I had a whole day off this week, so. Whoa. What do you guys do with all this time? Because I got like 20 things done. Push ups. Push ups. <laughs> Push-ups. <laughs> Work on my uh, impersonations. <laughs> wow. Keep going. you got a lot of time to spend on those yet. I uh, finally watched all of Castlevania. Oh, yeah. The new season. It's good. So would you suggest it for people that don't like anime? I don't like anime, and I liked it. Of course you don't. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> would you suggest it for people who don't like Castlevania? What do you mean? Like playing the games <laughs> yeah, or the setting? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a great. I mean, first two seasons are basically Castlevania three ish, and then after that, I don't know. It's it's just good. The last season, All right. a lot going on. A lot going on. And there are two seasons, or there are three now. Three, and I guess the fourth one will come out in like twenty twenty two. Are we talking like ten episodes each, or fifteen? What are we talking? I think the first is like five, and then the next two are ten. Oh, interesting. Okay, put the time in. It's good. Did you did you watch anything else or play anything? What I didn't else watch anything on? else, but uh, I beat the rest of the Control DLC. Oh yeah, how'd it go? It's good. It's Control. You know, shitty controls, shitty combat. Good story makes up for it. I didn't think the controls were bad. You wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, uh, Control DLC. You would you recommend it to people? I guess if they enjoyed Control, yeah. You'd be like, I mean, if you like Control, you'd do it. And I uh, played an indie game called Tacoma, which is just a walking simulator on a space station. It was good. <laughs> walking simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting stories. It's like your your movies, but better. Maybe. <laughs> you don't know what I watched this week yet. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> trash. <laughs> so what... Uh, Tell tell us a little bit about the story. Lead in. You're on a spaceship, obviously, and well, you're, there's like a distress signal when you go to a space station, and you you're there to recover stuff, and there's like augmented reality recordings of what the crew was doing. Uh, so it's like the alien game that we did, right? Sort of. Oh, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think right. of the I didn't think of the alien game we did. You meant Alien, like the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I like how. Uh, We've covered and gone over so many games or seen just in our life stories about space and ships that either start with them going to a distress signal or something happening and then having to do a distress signal. <laughs> and I would just like to say personally, I am not even close to tired with it oh, yet. Me neither. Oh, me neither. No. At all. Like not even, not even close. And Let's uh, just keep doing that. I uh, started a game called Super Neptunia RPG. Which super, is super what? Neptunia. Oh. It's a It's a slappy RPG, but it's good. Hmm. Sl- like, as in it's something slap, ch- chump slap would like? Or, well, it's, sla- it's, or it's like a it movie slaps. or game you'd pick. It slaps. <laughs> oh, it slaps pretty hard. 
<laughs> perfect, perfect. But the concept is like, there's like, I don't know, it has to do with the gaming industry and stuff, and it's commentary on that. It's oh. good. So, Dr. Scientist, are you usually one? I know you've played games and just dropped them right away, which I'm sure oh, we all Oh, have. I dropped like two this week that I didn't even talk about. Okay, so... Are you the type of person who drops it right away and is done, or you play through the whole game afterwards? Like, if you're in, you're in. Do you, like, ever leave games halfway through? Oh, no. I know in the first 15, 20 minutes of them, if I'll keep up. Hmm. Okay. And then when you're in, you're you're in. Yeah. Most, that makes sense. Most of the time, it's because uh, either something controls really weird, or I don't like the story, but... Okay. I was just curious. And then... Uh, so what else you got? You got anything else for well, us? Other, other than I hit level forty-eight on PSN, that's it. Whoa! No. I think I'm very close to ten thousand trophies, but you blew past that what seven years ago? Probably. Well, I didn't play. For, I didn't get a single trophy for like three years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm well past that. I got. I'll check the number I'm exactly at. Yeah, that's fucking. Those are chump numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Under 10,000? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Under 100 Platinums, do you even play games? I have uh, 13,357 trophies. Jesus. Wow. I, I am 86 away from 10,000. Hmm. You probably still have more Platinums than me. I probably have like 1,300. I have 138 Platinums. Oh, I'm wrong. I have 147. Uh, you motherfucker. I think I got six. all walking dead games (laughs) so why don't you tell us what you did chump slap not your six platinums well i got six platinums in my lifetime (laughs) oh nice mic drop (laughs) i played doom i thought i was at the end level before but no there were two levels until the end level which i'm at now (laughs) are you sure about that i'm pretty sure because i like maxed out a bunch of stuff uh and I found the last of the hidden things. Hey, hey, plot spoilers don't... Well, just the last of like, the hidden toys and shit. Oh. So I assume it's the last level. So you're having fun with it? I'm still having issues getting into it. Why? It's, it's like, it's not clicking for me. I don't know yet. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep playing it. I'm not going to drop He'll it right now. He'll tell us what he's playing because it's going to be Rainbow Siege or whatever that he plays. You know what I play. But you just, well, you just can't. It's just not your thing. No, I just, uh, I play it and... It was like a pretty steep learning curve, but that was fine. I kept doing it. And then I was and then Call of Duty came out and I started playing that and now I'm having trouble getting back. Yeah. But I'll get there. It's understandable. It's not your usual first person shooter. It's too crazy running around and shit. But anyway, that's the only game I played. So let's get into the movie, shall we? Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm working on a theme song. Is that a it's trumpet? A work in, it's a work in progress. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it's a French trumpet. Oh, okay. All right. I watched Volunteers. Excellent movie. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a different Volunteers. No, it's the Tom Hanks. Okay. All right. John Candy. Awesome. Great movie. Told you I watched something good. <laughs> All right. That's the end of it. <laughs> and now the 45 <laughs> other movies you watched. Uh, I watched this movie called Animal Among Us with Larissa Olnick from that Nickelodeon show back in the day. Alex Mack. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> oh, bummer. It's about like a Bigfoot and a... Was it better than Tusk? Yes. Okay. Everything is, I think. 
<laughs> it's a horrible movie. <laughs> Watch the crazies, the newer newer version. I don't know if you guys know what that one is. No. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was great with uh, what the fuck's his name? Timothy Olyphant. Yes, yes. Yeah, I enjoyed that. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's actually a decent movie. Can't complain it's got about Lassiter that one either. It? Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought it was Timothy Olyphant. Was I don't know who that is. Oh, it's Osmondson. Never mind. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Strangers Pray at Mid at Night. A Y. E Y. I guess. Oh. Wait. Yeah, EY, right? Pray, like praying. Ooh. Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. It's the second in the Strangers movie. I don't know if you saw the first one. Is that the one with vampires? And- no, nah, it's the one with like three people with funny looking masks and they terrorize a house. Beetlejuice. <laughs> no, remember the, the Strangers that came out? Uh, Liv Tyler was in it? No. Okay, well, that was good. And I really liked the second one. Yeah, I thought it was all right. It's a little silly, though. I mean, well, yeah, the, man. Like, I mean, like, come on. They could have been better at what they did. And then I watched. Agree to disagree. Whatever. Art of the Dead. Art of the Dead. Is it about a guy or is it artwork? It's about artwork. No. About these seven paintings, one for each deadly sin. And if you like look at them too long, you get overtaken by that sin. Oh, kind of like the Ninth Gate. Kinda, but it's got Tara Reid and Richard Greco. Greco. Oh, <laughs> so you know it's damn good. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Tara Reid and Richard. That sounds Greco. amazing. Yeah, so good. I watched the first three seasons of Psych. <laughs> it's good stuff. Wow. Yeah, that's like fifty hours worth of television <laughs> when you don't work. Yeah, it's pretty much just on constantly while I'm doing other things. What other things? Looking at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Eating, you know. Yeah. You know, eat Macs and cheese. <laughs> the usual stuff you do in quarantine. But my slapper of the week goes to One-Eyed Monster. Oh, oh boy. Um, okay. okay, let's just go to Pocascotch. Right. <laughs> now, clear this up. Explain more. <laughs> Okay, it's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> okay, and good gets, start. He gets hit by like an alien, and it takes over his penis, and it goes around killing people. Uh, that okay. was terrible. That's exactly right, what you right, thought right, it right, would Papa be. Yep. That's why it's a slapper. Get this out of my head. <laughs> You'll want to see it. <laughs> it could have been about Cyclops or something. Could have been, but it wasn't. Just to resurrect a question we used to ask on this podcast, is that porn? Yeah. Is there new? I don't know. We didn't see it. It's hard to tell. No. Well, mm. Was there a lot of nudity? No, not really. Mm. It was just bad. Yeah. It was just terrible. You barely even see the penis. Just say. <laughs> <laughs> is it like as much penis as you see in Piranha 3D? Yeah, probably. Just enough. <laughs> just enough. <laughs> It's enough to get the point across. No gratuity. Yeah, <laughs> you got shots. it. I was trying to think of a movie with a like a disembodied penis. No, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, that's the other one. So, what'd you do, Papa Scotchy? What'd you play it? What'd you score it? <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Um, what did I do? I watched, uh, I caught up on Devs, which is getting interesting, but still, there's a lot of shots 
of like 20, 30, 40, 60 seconds of people just standing there staring at something intensely. That is terrible TV. <laughs> something I know it's it's it gets if you do it to like kind of set the scene that they're going to discover something that's going to be amazing and they're all in awe of it. Sure. But now we're like seven episodes in and people still doing this. And you're like, still not guys, really into it. I, I'm invested. I want to see where it goes. I see. You got to give up. Nah. I wish I had the strength to give up. <laughs> I really do. Uh, Daddy never taught you to quit. Right. I know. Right. <laughs> so uh, I also, you know what else I I enjoyed? I enjoyed some classic Simpsons this week. Just a couple random episodes, seasons like one through 10. Should have just stuck through like six through 12. Yeah. I just, it was, it was good. It was nice. It's like, you know, Putting that security blanket black on black. Oh. Yeah, the blanket black. That security blanket back on. It's a nice quarantine show. That's fair. What was the favorite episode you watched? The favorite one I watched? Yeah, in this past week. Oh, the lemon tree. It had to be. Lemon tree. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Classic. I don't know if it's my favorite of all time, but this week that's the one I watched, and it still it I still laugh at it. Like every time <laughs> I know the jokes are coming. And I know what they are, and I've memorized them and re- have recited them, and I still laugh at it. <laughs> like, especially at the end when he's like, and then the heroes of Shelby Bill banished that lemon tree because <laughs> it was haunted. <laughs> <laughs> like, just shit, like, it's so good. Uh, movies, I watched a couple. that I watched three movies I've seen before, so really making progress here. But uh, Ghostbusters, which is always a classic. Which one? Uh, OG, original okay. one. <laughs> then I watched, I believe you watched this a couple weeks ago, Chump Slap. If not, it's the slapper. Uh, 13 Ghosts, we talked about. Oh, that's right. a good movie. Yeah. yeah, classic slapper. And then in the same vein, it made me think of another movie of that era, House on Haunted Hill. Oh. oh. Do you remember that one with uh, Famke Jensen? Yeah. The, Jeffrey Rush is in it. Allie Larder's in it. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And it was just as ridiculous. It it was like, I miss that kind of horror movie where everyone's kind of in on the joke and like really hamming it up. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. No, everything's too serious now. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's it. That's all I got for watching. Playing, I played some Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2 Remaster Campaign, Ooh. and played a little bit of Outer Worlds. I need to get back into that as well. I got too many games I started right now. How much of the division did you play? None, actually. What? This could be the yeah. first week that you've ever yeah. not played it. I, it sucks, though, because I'm at the last guy, and I should just go in and beat him and then be done with it. Yeah, you probably should. But yeah. uh, I can't because he's really hard. So I think I'm just going to go in and like make my session public and make whoever wants to join. <laughs> can Help me. On the internet, so, like, just hop in. That's but, fair. Uh, that's it. That's what I did for this week. Uh, how about do you guys want to go for a little ride and maybe check out some news? Oh, you driving? Yeah, I'll drive. All right, fuck it. Sounds good to me. So, got two pieces of news this week. We might as well start with the big one, which is the PlayStation Five controller. We got our first look at that. Ooh, it's fancy. Yeah, it doesn't have back buttons. Yeah, that kind of annoyed me. Yeah, it kind of annoyed me too. The from Kotaku, the write up they did was. The DualSense, it's called the DualSense, iterates on its processor, on its, oh boy, words are tough. 
The DualSense iterates on its predecessors by introducing a new haptic feedback system, adapted triggers for L2 and L and R2 buttons, a built-in microphone array, and a create button in the place of the share button for the DualShock 4. Details on what this create feature is, is are still to come. Hmm. Um, I think it looks pretty. I I I don't really have ma- you can't really say much about it till you get it in your hand. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like every other PlayStation controller for the last 20 years. Yeah, but yeah. when I play games, I usually switch the trigger and bumper buttons. Really? What do you switch them to? Like, I switch like, the trigger to the bumper and the bumper to the trigger. You know what I mean? Oh, so instead of using like L2 to line up your sights and R2 to shoot, you switch those? Yeah. So Interesting. L2 shoots and R2 aims? Or no, L1 L- and R1? L1. And R one, I, I like the the less throw distance. You know, it's easier to click. <laughs> I, I I get it. I get it. I'm trying to think of a game where that matters. Like, what is, what are the buttons doing Borderlands? I'm trying to think. The bottom two aim and shoot, but the top ones are like grenade and shit. Grenade and power. Yeah, which I find easier because I don't like to use the triggers that much. I couldn't do it. Oh yeah, right now I'm I'm way too invested. No yeah. way could I switch right now, but. I get it. Like, cause I remember when, uh, do you remember PlayStation one didn't have, it had an R2 and an R1, but they were both flat. They looked like the bumper buttons. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The good old days. It was like, it's, it's been like so a, long. When I finally learned on Borderlands three, you can assign weapons to up, down, left, right on the D pad. <laughs> I just couldn't use it because I was so used to using triangle. Yeah. Oh yeah. I switched it immediately. Exactly. I was like, 20 hours into the game and I'm like no I gotta go back to my d-pad gun switching but uh so I mean I I think it looks pretty it I wish there was like people are doing uh photoshop versions of ones that they'd like to see and there was one that someone that did like an all black one yeah and that looked really cool I like the the retro looking one that was like the old gray with the oh that, that brings you back yeah the colored playstation thing yeah there's I'm sure of in PlayStation Forever has made crazy different colors of all their controllers, so I'm sure they'll mix it up. Exactly. Eventually, but uh, so that's the controller we're talking about. A controller, a lot of people talking about it. We'll see how it is. <laughs> Sounded uh, like Trump there for a second. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the best controller ever. Speaking of, did you see that Twitter that puts an accordion in his hand? No, that's it's, awesome. Oh, <laughs> God, that's, <laughs> that's almost as good as the. Uh, Trump draws Twitter feed. Oh, that's so good, too. <laughs> that's a great one. So uh, the other piece of news I got, the second and final piece of news today, is that Borderlands 3 has taken steps to actually help with science. Have you guys heard about this? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Science doesn't need our help. It needs my help. <laughs> yeah, not not our. It doesn't want our help. <laughs> so, but uh, there's a mini game that was put in in uh, Sanctuary 3. It's called Borderlands Science, and it's explained from Kotaku, by simply completing levels in the minigame, you'll help correct millions of small computer errors that arise as scientists try to map out the micro microbiome of the human gut. This will lead to a better understanding of the human body, which in turn benefits research into conditions like obesity, diabetes, and even depression. So by doing this minigame, I guess you're showing a computer how it should be done, and it's learning? Yeah, that's what I got from it. Hmm. But uh, it's like teaching the AI how to do it the right way. 
So do you guys believe in this whole thing that like if we give them too much power, the computers will eventually just eliminate all of us? No, uh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chumslap and I have had enough arguments about this. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Of course they will. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll save it for a special episode. I don't want to get you guys started, and then that's yeah. AI and we can't talk new. about this amazing game we just played. <laughs> that's fair. You guys want to get into it? We'll get into the game here. Why don't you tell us about the game? When was it released? Yeah. By well, what companies? For which who, systems? Who did it? <laughs> All fantastic questions. <laughs> because this week we are talking about the PlayStation Three, is it a classic? PS, PC. Xbox 360, undisputed, probably best game of the entire generation. <laughs> best PC game ever. <laughs> yeah. People are still playing it. Clive Barker's Jericho. <laughs> I got nothing. You just got no sound effects, just laughter. Uh, it was released October 23rd, 2007. It's a first-person shooter slash survival horror written by, get this, Clive Barker. Oh, Ooh. just him. What did he yeah, do? Just, he sounds familiar. He became famous because he made the film Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Remember Hellraiser? Sure do. Yeah. Pinhead. Cenobites. Cenobites, yeah. Great movie. Loved it. But for some reason, that propelled him to the point where his ego allows him to put his name in front of everything he does, did he do which is else? never pretentious. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's, he's done a bunch of stuff. Done horror movies and shit. Yeah, I can't think of anything else I was asking. Clive Barker's Carnival Barker. Clive Barker's Sarah Carnival Moon. Barker? Uh, he's done a billion things. At, uh, Are you Googling um, it right now? Because I can hear you talking. What? No! <laughs> no, he's just, he's just trying to think. He's, yeah, ta- he's tapping his forehead. Just silly. Yeah, that's what it is. Tappy tap. Um, he... Lord of Illusions, remember that uh, game? Yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah. Remember that game? Yeah, yeah, the game. Uh, he did Hellraiser, Nightbreed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on, he did a bunch of comics and he did a bunch of books as well. But uh, also, Undying, the video game. It uh seems like his name is better known than his shit he does. I think it is too. Everyone sees Clive Barker, they're like, "Ooh, oh, it must be eighties horror." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Okay, I think right. he he also had his hand in Candyman somewhere. Ew, <laughs> not like literally. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's done a lot of stuff for Marvel and Boom Studios. So a lot of comic book stuff. A lot. Of, I mean, the man keeps busy. I just don't know. It sure does. Just don't know what why he's that's a step of approval. But any hoodles. So this was, if you haven't found out already, a one hundred percent fresh stinky slapper. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, I did forget to mention, sorry, it was developed by Mer- Mercury ooh, Mercury Stream and published by Codemasters. I'm glad I don't have to talk too much this episode because it is not working out for me. Oh, you did anybody play this? I no. I remember seeing it. I never played it. I didn't play it either. All right. Yeah, it looked cooler than it was. It looked cool as shit, right? Yeah. However, it looks shitty playing-wise. So, Chump Slap, you picked it. How about you give us a... Quick rundown and lead us down this stupid, stupid game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was unnecessary. You really have no room to talk. <laughs> yeah, we we have we have slappers and we have scotchies and they're both negative. <laughs> like the, you're right. Exactly. I got nothing. Well, okay. 
This game centers around the Jericho team of the Department of Occult Warfare. It's kind of like a black ops. I guess it's run by the government. Kind of like, um, I can't think of what they were in fear. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They have to do with the occult. So, you start playing as this guy, Ross. I don't have his first name written down, but he's having a dream about this little kid in the desert with a storm behind it. And he's, the kid's like, hey, come with me, help, or something. And then he just wakes up, gets a call at 3 a.m., and they mm-hmm. have to go to the city of Alkali. Where I love how the first thing he says when he answers the phone isn't like "hello" or "who is this" or "oh my god, what's happening?" It's it's three a.m. in the morning. <laughs> they have to let you know what time it is. That's a good point. They, usually, they just put the alarm clock right next to the phone. I think they did too. Yeah, they did. <laughs> ah, jeez. <laughs> Because then they need to explain why he knows what it is. Okay. <laughs> How else would he know? Quite a rabbit hole. But yeah, I did also read that they were, uh, courtesy of Wikipedia, thanks, Wiki, that this squad was created back in the 30s to as like a uh, counterpart to the occult squad the Nazis were putting together. IRL or in the game? Um, <laughs> I don't think there's a real but hey, it's Black Ops. So well, I, I mean, know. like the Germans actually had an occult one, so I don't know if it was. Yeah, so it's you know it's one of those mixes of some real life facts thrown in, and so you mean a complete lie? No, it's true. Okay, a fabrication. There you go. Well, anyway, you get your te- you get your crew together, all seven of you. We got Simone Cole, Abby Black, Xavier Jones. Frank Delgado, Billy Church, Paul Rawlings, and you, and you, Ross. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't remember your first name. All uh, right, so lightning round. Which is the best one? Chump slap. Go. Who's the best? I'd say Delgado. Oh come on! I, I'd have to agree. God damn it! Really? I hate that fucker. I, I'm going. I'm Camp Rawlings all the way. Oh, I hate that fucker. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, I mean, they, well, we're gonna get in. Cole was a close this. too. But Delgado is definitely the best. Yeah. Okay. I, this is going to be... I am so excited about this. <laughs> I don't know. I like Church, too. Nah, he was fucking annoying. She. I got nothing wrong with Church. Yeah, she, yeah. <laughs> she was a blood witch. <laughs> Her attitude. Like, uh, And then yeah. we, when we were getting intro- introduced, Jesus, to the squad, uh, they eventually... They call it the Department of Occult Warfare, the DOW, and then someone colloquially explains it as witches with guns. Yeah, and I'm I'm like, dude, I'm so fucking in already. Yeah, I was like, wow. yeah, but he was in a bayonetta, which was exactly the same thing. No, this is better. <laughs> yeah, this is real. Like, come on, <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. All right. So you you get your crew together, and you get dropped off right outside of a sandstorm, and then Captain Ablin, Acklin, Acklin, yeah. yeah. Calls you and tells you there was a distress call from inside the storm, but now they can't get in there. And for some reason, he believes it to be impenetrable. The storm. The storm itself is impenetrable. Yes. Yeah, but they have like a a facility there, right? The DOW? I 
think so because they definitely go into and they talk about like the facility. Okay, so their facility got hit by a sandstorm. No one's answering, and now they have to go check it out. Is that what? That's kind of what I got. Is that right? Yeah, that's the, kind of what I got. Yeah. The last thing they got was a distress call. Like, oh my god, they're coming in. They're coming after us. And they kind of have an idea who it is, but they're not sure. Yeah, and then they couldn't get. They didn't get any more communication, so they're sending this team in to figure it out. You know what that reminds me of? Uh, a little bit of goddamn. What's that game? My mind is shit right now. I know now. exactly which one you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Spec Ops: The Line. Not what oh. I was thinking. <laughs> not, I no, have no idea different. what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Spec Ops Align started with your three-man team going in because all the shit went down, communication was completely lost, and they're like, well, I guess we'll send these people to check what's going on. We'll have to cover that sometime. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, dude, that's... Yeah, I, I know it's a great game. <laughs> oh, it sounds scotchy. <laughs> oh, it's it's a great game, but it's heavy as fuck. Yeah. It's, no, it's way too good for a scotchy. Oh, is it? Yeah. I yeah, I have to agree. It is. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> So, you're going into the sandstorm, but apparently you can't go into it. So, you climb through a tunnel into the city. And you start seeing uh, the child again. He just starts peering. Is he, like, hallucinating? It looks like a hallucination. That's what I thought, but I, think I wasn't sure. Eventually, the rest of the team sees it, I think. I don't know. We'll get there. I, mean, I was kind of in and out. If it does happen. So, you follow this child, and he brings you to... Some crazy blood door. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> How could this game go wrong is what I was thinking. I know. I was like, it, holy shit. It's only going to get better. This is so good. So Church cuts herself to open the blood door because she's the blood witch. And that's what that's they right. do. Yeah. That's why she's there. And you're here to recover data from, I guess, the team that was inside to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, you forgot to mention you're getting attacked by demon guys. Yeah, yeah, there's little demon guys flying around, it's smacking you around. And uh, we did skip over when Billy made a comment, and then Delgado said, Hey, maybe you can help with that. Uh, who does he keeps gay shaming? What's her name? Uh, Abby, Abby, cause Abby, yeah. Abby is a lesbian, apparently, and Delgado thinks that's hilarious. <laughs> Classic Delgado. Yeah. <laughs> the deepest character in the game. Uh, also, yes. don't forget that they, there was a bunch of weird demons there outside. And they're like, don't shoot. Should we shoot? They might be friendlies. I don't know. Delgado's, yeah. Delgado. Delgado's like, uh, uh, da, rah, and just starts firing. Well, yeah, yeah, he's got a big fucking flamethrower on his arm. Yes. Yeah. And Ross is like, don't shoot until I say so. <laughs> then he just starts shooting. <laughs> yes. Hey, using a flamethrower isn't shooting. That's true. <laughs> it was a magical flamethrower, yeah, too. Because yeah. each of these has some specialty and some kind of arcane. Because they're witches with guns. Yeah. And I guess his is pyrokinesis of some sort. Yeah, with a big like pyramid on his hand. Yeah. It's weird lighter. Anyway. Awesome. <laughs> you're walking through this area, and then you run into Mur- Muriel Green. And she's like, who are you? I can't believe that you're actually who you say you are. And then Rawlings like, remember me? I'm that priest that got drunk that time. And, <laughs> and we had I mean, a, you're paraphrasing, but you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, we had a good time, remember? And she's like, oh, okay. 
Nobody you, would know that except for him. No, he's definitely not demons and devils. He, did, he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I like that moment though, that she's like, Oh, I don't believe you're here. And he had to like prove to her and she's like, Oh, okay. Clearly they, and then he hugs her. Like clearly they've been, you know, yeah, they're, they're buddies. Let's say that. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> Cause, uh, he's a priest. I think he's the only actual priest. They're in the all group? technically chaplains in the army. Yeah, but okay. Doesn't the God? One of them says that he's an atheist. Yeah, but I think oh yeah, we're gonna get into that later. <laughs> don't you worry. But uh, yeah, he he also says just after this, uh, Ross confront confronts Rollins about it, and he's like, "I thought you were a priest," and he replied with, "I'm also human." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even us priests have to get drunk yeah, sometimes. We touch kids all the time. Yeah, but the the curious thing that I find about this is that they're not in the dark about crazy religious magic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they know more, They have more of a confirmation of heaven and hell than anyone else who's walking on the earth. Well, I mean, you're also attributing that power to heaven or hell. It doesn't have to be. No, but you would think... The point I'm getting at is you'd think they would have seen some shit, you know, in their time. Yeah. So... Don't you think that would make him more of a priest? Like, holy shit, like this stuff is real. I think it would make this him is... drink more like he did. Possibly that too. Yeah, maybe. All right, just just something yeah, I yeah, was yeah, thinking yeah. about. You think about you know, it. Like... Maybe he's like one of those priests from that, oh, what the fuck's that movie? Hellbound or something like that? Those priests that just sin constantly. So when they kill themselves, they won't get into heaven. <laughs> and they could bring demons back. Why do you never talk about that slapper? <laughs> I did before. <laughs> the what, I don't even, is this a? What are you talking about? It's a movie. It's a movie? it's a movie. But the way you're saying it is as if we've all seen it. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> I like, did, like you're like that Dude, movie that we all saw. It's remember good. fucking that scene in Titanic where blah blah blah. Like, no, we haven't all seen this. Okay. Well, uh, whatever. You should see it. I don't remember what it's <laughs> called, but it's it's good. It's damn good. Okay. But what does Muriel tell everybody? All right, Muriel's like, like, oh my god, the breach is open. <laughs> and that means that the firstborn can almost get out or some shit like that. Yeah, basically. And she's like, okay, we got to go. We got to go. And she runs to the bunker and mm-hmm. you go to get the rest of your team to come in. Yeah, to save the rest of your team. Yeah. We well, you get the rest of your team. You start going back to the bunker. And oh my God, Muriel's dead. <gasps> Why? Well, he's a little sadsy. He's all sads. He's so sad. But he also said he sent her there because someone may have found out about them. And he feels bad about that. He's like, I don't feel like so bad that I'm going to go down for this, obviously. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's, I, that made me not trust Rollins. He was a priest. That's why I didn't trust him. Yeah, he's. He's not, he's not a good guy. No. You're right. He's the best guy. And we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you're off to find the breach now. And then you, you hear a voice and it's Leech. <gasps> Who's Leech? Le- Leech used to be in Jericho, apparently, back in the day. Yeah. And he decided he wanted to open the breach. He's a terrorist. Uh, I guess he would. Could call him a terrorist. Are you thinking tantrist? No, he's definitely a terrorist. Okay, because they say, they say he does. He did crazy shit like burn a 
village and yeah. killed a bunch bomb of bomb a school or something. Yeah. yeah, I was the way I read it or heard from them or kind of put it together was that he was trying to do a bunch of horrible shit to create a bunch of negative energy. Yeah. Yeah. To use that to open the breach. Is that? Yeah, yeah. it's like Vigo. Well, sort of, yeah. Oh, Kurt, dude. <laughs> part of perfect. It, <laughs> part of his uh thing was he could like absorb bad energy. So he was killing all those things to be able to Yeah, to like hold on that yeah. bad energy so he could use it to open this breach. If you had a Ghostbusters reference on your bingo board, <laughs> <laughs> mark that square. But anyway, he starts talking in like a god voice and starts talking shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> oh leech that's all i have written about that well that's all that really happens he yeah. does like shit on you a little bit and then i have well, isn't isn't this also where we learn who the firstborn is yeah or i was gonna say he talked sorry tells you about the god seal mm-hmm. and tells you about the firstborn who was god's first project before humans but it was too powerful so God sealed it away in a a box, so to speak. And that's where it stays. And every so often, someone breaches the box and makes the box bigger and more powerful. So yeah, I was kind of confused about the math here because then they say like every time someone breaches or tries to open it, it takes a little bit of the the world with it. Yeah, yeah. every time someone every time it gets sent back, it takes more with it. But and they call what is the name of the box? I have it written down here somewhere. They give it a name. Yeah, I forgot what I didn't write that. But God Seal or the Breach? No, they calls it something like Oh, the Pixis. Pixis. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. Well, you get to the God. I guess you're at the God Seal right now, and Leech comes down in demon form, and he beats the shit out of Ross, actually <laughs> killing him. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but that's our main character. I know, but now he's dead. <laughs> Fuck off. No way. He's not really dead, right? He can't be. Well, he is, but his ghost what? isn't. <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah, this is where shit starts getting crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, just now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the ghost enters Delgado and starts talking to the crew members. He brings up the priest thing again. He's like, I remember that New Year's Eve where you got drunk. He's like, all right, all right. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. you. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. if they all have supernatural powers, what was Ross's to begin with? That he could become a ghost when he dies. <laughs> but he didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's a good question. Because that, yeah, everyone has something. I think he, maybe he has visions. Oh, maybe. Like that dream. Maybe. And that he could see the little kid that was leading them i'll look it up because now i'm very curious all right well then you find out that ross can jump from person to person in the team which is an interesting mechanic i thought it was a pretty neat mechanic myself but instead of making one person able to do everything you have to use yeah and then sometimes you split up into two teams and then it's like two levels in one (laughs) yeah i thought that was pretty cool i i agree so I guess this, are you in the breach now? Yeah, you went through the first breach, yeah. Yeah, okay. You go into the first breach and you find a Nazi general, I think. Yep. Oh, maybe. Not to jump in here, but the Captain Devin Ross is the psychic healer. 
which makes uh, sense of why your your teammates will go down and then you can revive them. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So yeah. you're the psychic healer. Okay. Sorry. Anyways. Well, maybe it wasn't a commander or whatever, but it's she's higher up in the occult division. The occult Nazi Lichtamer. <laughs> right. Which is German for witch hammer. I don't know. <laughs> right? I, I maybe. I don't know either. I thought it might have been light hammer. I don't know. I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what is she saying to you? I don't know. I didn't write that down. No, but she she just talks shit about you. Yeah, she's demonish. Yeah. I do love her character design though. What a Nazi? A Nazi woman. <laughs> no, the a lot. Not her her the the way she looks with uh Sexy you Nazi know, outfit. <laughs> Sexy Nazi it's zombie. It's definitely some kind of bondage outfit. Yeah, zo- Nazi zombie. She looks great as a Nazi zombie. Okay, that sounds good. Weird. So oh, You're right. Okay, I could have phrased that better. <laughs> the, the character design is really good and effective and scary. Yeah, okay. And fucking hot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she she's talking. You guys, you try to shoot her. She gets out. She gets away. And... Some reason Delgado and Rawlings were arguing here. Do you know? Do you remember why? No, I didn't write any of them. Oh, let me check why they are arguing. Oh, by the way, licked hammer means hammer with built-in light. So I was close. Oh, to the hammer of light. Yes. Oh yes, they were arguing because Rawlings essentially said, "Dude, this is this is a one-way trip." And then Delgado gets mad because he's like, "I didn't sign up for a suicide mission." Uh, yeah. He's like, "I ain't doing that." And then he shoots Rawlings. Oh yeah, definitely just Boom. shoots. <laughs> shoots him dead. And apparently. This is where Ross comes in to resurrect him with his psychic healing. I, I assume this is like the tutorial yeah. part about the healing. And then, yeah, because you don't talk about this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no. He never no. even brings it up in passing. Like, hey, remember when you shot me, dick? I mean, it's a cool job where you can just shoot somebody and they come back. And then, dude, everyone's like, let's just pretend it was an accident. Like, No. He just fucking shot him. Yeah. That's They're like, yeah, you I ain't gonna write you up. I mean, what's he gonna do? They're yeah, not going back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't gonna write you up. <laughs> so I'll be fucking cool about this, guys. You know, it was an accident. Just a murder for rage. I guess they, they have to know, right, that people can be revived. So it's more of an inconvenience than a I would murder? imagine. Because why else would Ross be on yeah. the team? I want, yeah, I don't think yeah. he'd shoot him just I think he would, because Delgado's pretty badass. He's a piece of shit, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, We we did also skip... Sorry to step on you again there, Chumpslap, but we did also say uh, when you use the Ross mind power to jump into uh, Abby, he did say another thing like, oh, it must be weird having a man inside you or something like that. Oh, yeah, of course. Fucking Delgado. What a piece of shit. I thought it was funny. You kind of... Academy bring him around. I thought it was funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyway, you're going after Licktimer, and you run into Major Lackland? Lockland? Something. I don't know. My handwriting is atrocious. I can't read mine either. Just keep going. There's there's Buckland and Barnden. Buckland. Yeah, you run into Major Buckland here. And apparently 65 years ago, 
when the Nazis opened the breach, his crew from, I guess it was still called Jericho back then. Yeah. Yeah. They were sent in to close the breach and stop the Nazis from letting the firstborn out. Yeah, so they got stuck in when they stopped them. Yep, and this is where they tell you. It's like, yeah, well, you're going to get stuck here too. You just got to close the breach and... Yeah, tells you time works different. You can't really die. Yeah, there's no death. There's no blah. But then he I says you when you, you die... You don't eat or drink or whatever. Yeah. Then he says when you die, you come back as human-like, but yeah. you're part of it now or something like that. I assume that meant he you came back as one of those monsters. Yeah, but then why... Why would he say you can't die? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess because you come back as them. Uh, I guess, but anyway. No, it could be, you could be right. I, it wasn't super clear. Go figure. No, this is how he tells you how the breach was opened. And the f- firstborn becomes more powerful each time. This is where you learn that. Yeah. This is where you break up to Alpha and Omega team. And the one team goes after Lickhammer and the other... I don't know what the other does. Just yeah. hangs out. I thought they're kind of go after two, just in a different way, because they're trying to get to the breach. Or maybe they're looking for the breach. Yeah, the other ones were looking for the breach. Yeah. Half were looking for Lick Tamer. And uh, the goal at this point, I believe, was to find Lick Hammer, Lick Tamer, and then open the breach to move on. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you got to go deeper into the the Pixis. It's like an Inception box of Pixis. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know what I meant. It's exactly that. Awesome. But you find Lick Tamer, and Rawlings does this fucking... I thought he was exercising That's her. That's why, yeah, exorcism. But I think he's just reading her mind. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, who knows? He's a dick. But they, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but it turns out she's the one who opens the gateway. She's like a key in of herself, and you need her... To open the breach to get further in. Which seems short-sighted because what happens when the next time it... Touche. You can't get through this breach unless you need another... Unless she comes back. She, she probably comes back because you can't die. Yeah, maybe. According to Buckheimer. Or they're just explaining redoing a level. That's all they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so you get through the breach. And where do you end up? The Templar Times. I don't remember what... 1213. 1213. And I guess in 1213, there were giant monsters that got sucked in. That part kind of came out of nowhere for me. I think they're just demons that protect the breach. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's that's what I gathered. I don't know. Like This is where you run into the first... Big one. Spiky monster with, with a hole for a face. Yeah, that's <laughs> a perfect description. Yeah. So yeah, f- no notes. <laughs> so you fight him, and you got to get to the Templar Fortress, because... Apparently, that's where the breach is. Well, there's a crusader there who's telling you all this, too. Isn't there? Oh, yeah. You run into the, the crusader guy. Oh, that's right. And he tries to, like, he's like, I know what's going on. Come on, guys. Yeah, I gotta yeah say, follow yeah. me. Let's go to the Mal- Malthus? Malthus. Or is that the bad guy? Malthus is the bad guy. Yes. Okay, sorry. But anyway, you follow him. You get to this fortress. After you fight the demon in a river of blood. Out of Castle of Pain. <laughs> <laughs> we swam through a river of blood. Okay, it's all another, another Ghostbusters too. <laughs> and then you get to the fortress and you have to fight these demons and they break the the bridge to the fortress door. 
and half your crew falls off the bridge into the river. Omega team. The Omega team is... No! Yep, you think they're dead or whatever, but the Templar says, ah, leave them, they're going to be with the kids. You're like, what? what? It's like, ah, they're with the children. Let them go, we'll get to them later. Follow me. Uh, then the whole kids thing. The Templar leads you in and then, oh, tricks you. <gasps> you guys what? are trapped. And then you're like, what the fuck? And then Leech comes down in demon form. The coolest <laughs> of his forms. Yeah. And he's like, ha got you. And you're like, what the fuck? You, what are you listening to this demon for? And the Templar's like, no, that's the angel Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He told me you guys were evil and I should stop you. There's a lot of he said, she said in this game, which I honestly, I, I enjoy it. I like how the bad guys like bargain their way into succeeding. Yeah. They're like, you're the bad guy? No, no, I'm not. No. I'm an angel. I'm a, I'm I fly. A, I have wings. Yeah, look at these wings. Do you ever see a bad guy with wings? I'm like an angel. Gabriel, that's it. That's who I am. Now, I know the afterlife It doesn't look like you thought it would, but... But you are a Templar you're Knight. You're an idiot. Well, I mean, that Templar Knight knows what he was doing. He knows he's in the Pixis because they went there and yeah, stopped the breach. that's true. But then again... We didn't. Our our squad we're following now had no idea what the Pixis was. No, but they know what it is now. Well, yeah, now. Well, the Templar Knight had to know because he went past the first two levels, I guess. Yeah. I or mean, do you just maybe. build the le- or how does it work? Because you keep going further in the past, so I'm guessing each level gets built on top. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, it's like a rubber band ball, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great analogy. <laughs> But if you were going in to defeat it, you would go in. You wouldn't know about the one behind you. So he'd have no idea no. about these British guys. Yeah, exactly. I don't. Well, think... yeah, he would because they'd have to get through him to go through, close the whole thing at the end. They would eventually, yeah. Uh, I guess you're right. All right. Uh, I'm, yeah, tr- I'm trying Barker, so desperately. Tell us, tell us what's going on here. <laughs> trying to poke holes in this story, and it's just airtight, apparently. Airtight. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought this was the game that would get me? All right. So you're you're imprisoned, and then uh, you use some telekinesis yeah. powers to get yourself out of there, and you find a, a prisoner. I guess yep. he was a, another Templar Knight yeah. who was imprisoned by the other Templar Knight. By the one who's gone crazy. Yes. Yeah, he wasn't looking good. No. He had, but like, he, spikes in his yeah, head Yeah, you can't shit. die, so I guess you're stuck like that. Yeah, he's like, don't free me. I'll just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you like, a story. There's, there's nothing for I me. I got out good there. benefits here. <laughs> so he tells you about the year 1200, when an entire village of children, I guess, were slaughtered mm-hmm. by. Did he say who slaughtered them? Malthus. Malthus. Yep. Because they were sent ahead of the Templars, because evil. Couldn't slaughter the children. They couldn't hurt them. Perfect logic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking bishops, man. Let me tell you. But they were. They were slaughtered. Yeah. The blood of the innocent was used to open the first. Well, the breach. Well, there. the breach at that time. In 1213 right. or whatever. So that's just a little more backstory. And you're like, okay, neat. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, guy. So that's two. Whole villages of children we've heard about getting killed so far in this game. Yeah. Nice. It's pretty cool. So you're off to find Omega Team. I guess he tells you where they are. He's like, yeah, go down the stairs. And yeah. They're probably down in some 
child grave. <laughs> yeah, where the children are. So you go down Jesus. there. There's a bunch of child spirits floating around. Some of them turn to enemies. I don't know why. They like psychically attack you. Yeah. And this is where you found find Matthew Malthus. Yeah. Well, you meet yes. up with Omega Company. Well, yeah, you find the rest of your crew, and then you find the the man who locked the breach or holds the breach at hostage or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, he opened it. So this is a boss fight where he's you're fighting him and there's all these children spirits that are running around trying to fight him too. Because is he the the bishop that sent all the kids? I think he was the bishop in charge of all of them, but he kind of wanted to open the breach. Like he sent him there purposely to get yeah, started. Yeah, he was, and the, the kids know this. So they want to attack him too. So I guess they help you fight him. Yeah, you weaken him enough until the children rip him apart. Yeah. And then the children just like shoot out these weird tendrils and tear them apart. Boom. Their d- their design was pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty neat. So you drop to the next level of the Pixis. Boom, you jump in this fucking gate. Where are we now? 38 AD, Roman times. If I may... Yes, sir. I would like to. I'd like to highlight another thing that Delgado said. Uh, you're all only <laughs> looking make at me the, like him more. Only looking at the negative. Yeah. Really. <laughs> okay. So they're fighting Malthus, Malthus, and uh, he wants them all to be cleansed. And then Delgado uh, said something like, "I'm gonna." He's like, "I failed out of Catholic school. I'm gonna give him the same answer." And it's like, is he, did he murder everyone in his Catholic school? You may say it's a logic leap, but <laughs> I think he killed everyone at his uh, Catholic school with a gun. It's a little bit of a leap. Well, probably with fire. Yeah, he probably burned them all. <laughs> yeah, that was the leap, the gun. That was the, <laughs> that was the leap. He didn't have it's that like, gun. No, you idiot, it was time. fire. He's more like Carrie. I think this is the part where someone tells Rowlings that he's a child molester and shit, too. If you want to... Bad mouth each other. Yeah, really. Each other's guy. Oh, yeah, but that was Lickhammer who said that. Oh, yeah, that's right. Doesn't mean she's lying. True. She was getting true. I okay. I guess you're right. <laughs> she was. Uh, she was getting exercise, and she started saying all kinds of wild shit. And I loved Rollins' response, where he's like, "Oh, demons always say the same things." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's because he does it. Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, th- that's what demons yeah, always say. Demons always say that." <laughs> <laughs> Next, she's gonna call you a child molester. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's where we went with it. Great. Great, great, great. Because you like the wrong guy in this game. <laughs> okay. But this is... All right. So you're... Anyway, we're in 38 AD. 38 Go ahead, AD. You got to fight another spike hole face guy. And you run into a centurion. His name is Tertius Longius. I didn't even write his name down because it just reminded me of the biggest dickus. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. And he's being crucified, which is yeah. kind of... Yeah, he's crucified on the like a tree of spikes. Yeah. It's pretty well, bad. the style at the time, right? <laughs> so I've been told. But he tells you you must find Vicus. Vicius? Vicious. Yes, Vicus, I think it is. Vicus, yes. To open the next breach. So, <laughs> like, you know where we can find them? Follow the water. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck water are you talking about? There's no water. Uh, aqueducts, uh, maybe? No, there's no aqueducts here. Bathhouse. Yeah. It's got to be a Roman bathhouse. So, somehow you find it. 
you're not following it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of just sitting there, stagnant. Now who's making logic leaps? <laughs> just saying. Well, you find him, and he's a fat ass who apparently is just glutton for all sorts of... I think fat glutton should be on the fucking big bingo card, too. Fat glutton, boss. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, glutton character or glutton boss or something like yeah. that. And guess what? What? He tricks you and knocks you in a trap door. Ah, oh, those fucking tricky Romans. As <laughs> they're one to do. <laughs> and I guess you drop into a Coliseum. Yeah, like a, a Coliseum arena. Or maybe you Which walk Which is like there. the Romans ought to do. Yeah, classic mm-hmm. Romans. Crucifixions and arenas. Oh, there was somebody in this moment who said like... Uh, who was it that talked about how civilized the Romans were? And they're like, yeah, with oh gladiatorial battles and yeah. <laughs> crucifixion. Like, they named a bunch of crazy shit they did. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess they weren't super. Yeah, you know, super I guess they were, they were pretty much dicks. But they had Medicare for all. Yeah. And they- <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> so you mean they were socialists? <laughs> Classic Roman socialism. <laughs> That's why they failed. <laughs> so you're in a coliseum. You fight a bunch of, a couple uh, gladiators, I guess. Yeah, demon-type gladiators. Well, they're pre- they were pretty neat looking, but not, nothing special. And then after you beat all them, you run through some tunnels, and you find the floating fatty who's like <laughs> ch- <laughs> he's chained to his ceiling. And... I don't know if he's controlling the gladiator. I think he kind of is. I, I put it like a big mech because it's more of like robotic than it is. Yeah. Human. He's controlling it, I guess. And he, he's just flying around in a circle, like trying to find you, cut himself open and bleed on you. Not a tactic that's usually going to win a fight. <laughs> no, that's a very outside the box way to take down your enemies. <laughs> it looked like if he hit you, you went down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like he'd, he'd rip open his guts and just blood flying out of it. it <laughs> awesome. It was pretty neat. And they're like, oh my God, why don't you shoot his gut when it's open? So that's what you do. You beat him that way. He's cutting himself. Why would you think about shooting him there? Yeah, I don't know. But I thought it was awesome. It was yeah, just yeah, like I mean, floating around. Yeah. <laughs> he was, so he was cool. like hanging from chains. Yeah, it was neat. But anyway, you beat the shit out of him, open the breach, jump into it. And this is the last breach, apparently. Which is? Uh, Ancient Sumeria. Yeah, I don't know if they ever give you a year. They don't say the year. It's before years were invented. Yeah, definitely. Before time came about. Before numbers, probably. Yeah, and you run into Antadurunu. Yep. And he's like, oh, I'm the one who can close the breach for you. Just, you got to... Slay these demons that chop me up into little pieces. Yeah, so you can make me whole again. Yeah, just put me back together like a puzzle, and then I'll close the breach. I won't tell you Perfect. how to do it. He's just like, I can yeah, do it. I can do it. Just, it's way too complicated for you guys. Yeah, your simple minds wouldn't. It's a whole get bunch it. of you know, literally just shit. You guys wouldn't even understand it. Like, he don't worry tells about it. Tells you that Arishka built the temple there to open the breach, and you'll have to find her and fight her. Yes. So you fight them all. <laughs> There wasn't really much of the fighting in the video that I watched. No, there wasn't. But he, he does also tell you that he's the one that made Jericho. Maybe. Oh, like uh, he's the original. Yeah, he's the original. Yeah. 
He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just like you guys, except older. Way cooler. <laughs> and I can actually close the breach. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike you morons who can just, like, delay it. <laughs> <laughs> so you build them back together. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go close the breach. He's like, yeah, you guys will just, you won't die. You're just going to sleep. And it's a dreamless sleep, so you won't even know what's happening until someone opens the breach again. Yeah, you have to just sacrifice yourself. It's okay. Yeah, just chill, chill there. Let me get, let me do this. And Delgado's like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> no, everyone was like, "All right, I guess that's how it is." Yeah, and their Delgado's goodbyes. the voice of fucking reason. I know. Wait a minute, we saw all those guys. They aren't having a night of sleep. Yeah, he's yeah. like, those guys are fucking living in hell. They're going crazy. They're just living here for eternity in pain and suffering. There's got to be a different way we can do this. I ain't fucking just doing that. And, of course, our hero, Rollins, is like, you guys are dumb. Like, I'm the commanding officer here. Maybe you should listen to me because I'm brilliant. Yeah. But Ross says, I'm the commanding ghost here. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Rollins. Yeah, shut up. We're going through this. Go back and read your Bible. You stupid child molester <laughs> so and then uh what happens right before they go to the breach well antidinaro is trying or darunu is trying to close the breach after they get all the, combined into one again yep and uh delgado does the only level-headed thing to do and kills him yeah stops him from closing the breach he's like he can't close right that breach in the face he yeah. shoots him yeah but the guy doesn't die, apparently, because he's been chopped up to several pieces. Yeah. But it, they're going to go in and like, well, we could take the firstborn and kill him. Yeah. Look at what we did. Yeah. I mean, he's only the firstborn. Yeah. So right before his head died. <laughs> <laughs> Three. <Yeah. laughs> so they jump through the breach. I love how they have the eat. They're like, God couldn't kill the firstborn. Yeah. He created everything. They're like, we got guns. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, God didn't didn't have guns. He didn't make guns. (laughs) Well, they talk about how God wouldn't kill it. I don't know if he could. Or I mean, couldn't. God's so much of a pussy and coward to kill it is what they say. Yeah. This is also the moment we'll earmark for later where Simone says, I'm actually an atheist. Yeah. Even though... This is God's firstborn. Well, yeah, like this. If there was ever, there was you, obviously you, a God. How do you know it's God's firstborn? It could just be someone stuck in a thing, some evil creature. I guess, yeah. You're assuming that it's God's firstborn because that's what people told you. Everyone on the way there told you that. Yeah. Fair point, scientist. Just however, they'll got a science way. <laughs> however, if you look at the Bible and all the religious texts. There, a lot of that shit's lining up with the world you're visiting right now. So I'd be like, ah, maybe there, maybe there's something to it. Yeah, you know, maybe. maybe. You know, that's a that's a very good circular logic you have. There. Technically, that's thank an, you. Antedurunu <laughs> could have wrote the Bible just to make Did sense out of what he found. No, no, he didn't. He just says I'm the one who can close the breach. Yeah. So never, maybe he, he never, created this whole thing. Yeah. And he knows that, how to close it. Well, I'm sure at the end they're going to tie it all up in a nice package and we'll know for sure. Probably. I don't even know why we're talking about it now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you go through the breach and you end up in some type of cave. And there's Leech. He's tied to the wall as a demon. And you're like, <laughs> look at you, idiot. <laughs> I've been betrayed. <laughs> Didn't yeah, he, what, he like 
we saw him with the Templars, and he just disappeared till right now, right? Like, we haven't seen him. Well, when you get to Samaria first, you see him and a whole bunch of other demons flying. Yeah. But he just, yeah, I guess he's okay. just one step ahead of you every time. Yeah. He doesn't have to put the guy together because he's just going through the breach. He doesn't want it closed. Makes sense. And you would have saved a lot of time if you would just listened to Delgado in the beginning. Yeah, and I don't know what Leech is trying to do. Is he trying to... Well, he's chained there because... Yeah, but why did he go into the breach? Did he try to, like, buddy-buddy with the Firstborn? Yeah. And be like, hey, let's co-rule this world. Yeah, something like that is what I got out of it anyway. Or he was so evil that he was going to help him get out of the whole thing. I didn't know. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, you're there, and the Firstborn's like... Uh, no, I'm going to absorb all your powers, and that's going to give me enough to get the fuck out of here. So he absorbs the power of two of you. I don't remember which two. It was Cole and Jones. Yep. And just... by by absorb power, what exactly did he mean there, Chompslack? <laughs> he means I'm going to explode them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It's going to turn him into a bloody mess. And then we're going to fight. So you fight it. And when it's almost over, Leech somehow all of a sudden just breaks out of his chains. You forgot to mention that this is the child you've been seeing. Oh, yeah. It's the little child that you've been seeing the whole time who's been leading you here to help him get out, apparently. But you saw through his disguise and you beat the shit out of him. And Leech breaks out of his chains. Which apparently mm-hmm. he could do at any time, but he was scared. Well, maybe, <laughs> you guys got maybe this. Maybe the child was weakened and it weakened the chains. Oh, uh, it could be. It could be spiritual chains. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'll take care of this and grabs the child and flies out through a tunnel of light. And then you're like, okay. Oh, God, the cave's fa- falling down. <laughs> so, you, so you jump in a hole, swim to outside the cave. Luckily, it was just in, just far enough where you didn't die. And you're floating in a wide open ocean with a fucking orange sky. And the credits roll. The end. <laughs> this fucking ending. Tell me about it. I was like, there has to be an after credits something. Yeah, yeah, and there wasn't. Nope. It kind of just ends. You don't know what happens with anybody. Yeah, apparently it was supposed to be a setup for a sequel. No. But, yeah. <laughs> But then it didn't sell well, and they didn't make it whenever. Well, they should make a movie out of it then, because I want to know what happened. Did Leech take him out into the real world? And then you got stuck in the, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. You're stuck in the middle of the Pixis now. Do you become the next one? Yeah, are you the next firstborn? Probably Delgado is. He's an <laughs> asshole. He's the coolest one. Well, it's not going to be Ross. I mean, what happens? Well, Colin Jones straight up blew up, so it's not them. Yeah, Cole was my second favorite, so. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting take. Like, if they would have not shot what's-his-name-in-the-face, would he right? Would he have actually closed the breach and we'd have to do this again in another 65 years? Well, that's, I, that's what we're led to believe. Yeah, we're, it's not every 65 years. It's just whenever someone opens it. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so basically... If they would not have shot him, it would have guaranteed to be temporarily closed? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it would have been closed, and they would have been like the the first level you had to fight yeah. through. I wonder who the boss would have been. I guess Leech. Leech. Yeah. If they would have died, 
or whatever. Sack themselves? It would, right. It mm-hmm. would have guaranteed to close the door, but instead they decided to go in and fight the for- firstborn, having no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, hopefully close it for good. Yeah, hopefully close it for good and hopefully get the fuck out of there is what they were thinking. Hopefully if, close it for good, possibly create the end of all existence yeah. of life. Yeah, but if they're going to die, might as well. Yeah. Classic Delgado logic. I, it, it's, <laughs> a, it's a logic, pu- an ethics puzzle, but... Yes, that's the that's the question I'm saying. Like, you could have sacrificed yourself to be guaranteed to save everyone or... But you're for a temporary amount of time, okay. or have possibly a risk everything, saving at, everybody forever. forever. Yeah, right. but if they would have closed it again, the first one would have been even more powerful next time it was opened. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying it's it's. Uh, they just seem to have rushed into that. You know, very I just confident think, they well, could the pull got it some up. balls and led the way. I just think that <laughs> okay. there was no scripture or anything that said if the firstborn died, the world would end. So. Yeah. They did say if the firstborn got out, the world would end. So, uh, fair point. We're just not operating with enough information here. No, That's no, no, definitely not. <laughs> Especially because you have no idea how it ends. No, I assume the world ended because it got out. I just assume they were stuck in the middle of the Pixis in the water. I don't. I assume they got out. I thought the the sun, normal looking sky over the ocean meant. They got out, but who the fuck knows? Like, we will never know. Yeah, what time did they get out then? Because they went into a desert. Yeah, but it, it could be Noah's Ark flood. Yeah, it could be the beginning of time. Who knows? Yeah, that's a good point. Could be 8,000 years in the future. How the fuck would we ever know? Maybe time's different in there. No one at... Well, it is. They it, said is. it is. Yeah, it is. So, they definitely tell you that. Could be 500 years into the future. And what about everybody else who was in the Pixis? Are they just blinked out of existence? We don't know. I guess we'll, we'll never find know. Out in Jericho too. <laughs> so that's it. That's the game. Uh, let's move into our favorite part of every week, which is our final thoughts. How about it, guys? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. let's do it. So, Chump Slap picked it. You get to go last. So, let's start with Doctor Scientist. Okay. Would you play it? What'd you score it? Did the story work for you? Would I play it? No, I don't play first persons. Except for Borderlands. Except for Borderlands. <laughs> uh, did the story work for me? Kinda. Waffling around a little bit. It's we've done a lot of the squad base. Let's go do this mission kind of games, mm-hmm. like, like Gears of War and Call of Duty and all that kind of crap. And this one wasn't. I don't know. I was more interested in this one than the others. You know me. I like mythology type stories, and you sure do. Sure, sure. And uh, I kind of like the story. I mean, it was kind of demonic. Eh, that's kind of hard to explain. But uh, <laughs> the ending kind of uh, <laughs> left me guessing is a nice way to put it. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say sour the whole thing for it. <laughs> it, it, it. It lowered it a bit. It lowered it a bit. I was a little disappointed that I don't know what happens. But uh, otherwise, it was generally good. I like the characters except for that asshole Rawlings. <laughs> And uh, I gave it a, uh, let's go with a nine. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Did not All expect right. that from the scientist. Yeah, it was, compared to other games like it, I thought it did extremely, it was a much better, interesting story. All right. So then we'll go to Papa Scotch. Say, what up? 
Would you play it? Would you score it? How'd that story work for you? <laughs> oh, well, How? thank you for asking, sir. <laughs> would I play it? I would because somebody has it coming in the mail from eBay right now. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> for what? Uh, this well, might surprise you. Wasn't very expensive. What console did you get it for? Oh, the PS3, obviously. Oh, okay. Just checking. And uh, so would I play it? I think I would. I did read a couple of comments on the video. Not that this has any effect on my score, but uh, there was one comment that the guy's like, I played this game when it came out on release day. And this, referring to the cutscene movie, is a much more enjoyable way to experience this game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing the gameplay was a little, a little iffy. So... Uh, would I play it? Sure. It seems like a quick run through first person shooter. It's got the interesting story. Uh, did the story work for me though? I, th- I like, like scientists said, I like the idea that it's a squad based shooter, but there's more mythology. There's more going on in it than just something like call of duty where it's like, here's your mission. Go kill these guys or go blow this up or go blah, blah, blah. Like there's more stakes. If that makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, I really like that about it. Uh, I thought the mechanic with the squad where you could just jump into other people that have certain different kind of powers was a really cool way to bridge that gap of having an interesting squad that was very unique themselves with their own characteristics, yeah, but then you could also agree. use them. And it it, it, uh, took, it it took away in all the best ways from the idea of the one character who gets 700 abilities. Uh, exactly. The only thing I really didn't like about the story is when they... They seem to have close to zero information going in, which makes sense because everything is revealed to them why they're in the Pixis. But I felt like it was a little sloppy the way they went through it at each level. I kind of got the watching it that Rawlings kind of knew what was going on the entire time and just kept it from them. Oh, you think I didn't pick up on that? I mean, maybe I, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure they say something to that effect. Yeah. He's like, you know what's going on. He's like, oh, oh, oh. the demon says whatever he wants. <laughs> what new? So uh, I'll wrap this up. Uh, I thought there were a lot of good parts to it in the story. Maybe it's not the most fun to play, but again, that shouldn't really affect it because it's a story podcast. So I am going to go ahead. I I thought about this score long and hard. And this could have been the hardest one for me to score. <laughs> this is tough because... There's a good, there's a really good story in here somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think the fact that they turned it into, like, if they would have made this movie, I think that would have been way more exciting than it, it as a video game. So I am going to go ahead and I am going to give it a 13. Ooh. Which I, it feels, right now it feels like it's high. But then every time I go over it, I'm like, that part was kind of cool, or this was kind of cool, or that was kind of a good idea. Yeah, you can see my markings here. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, know. I scribbled out my score like five or six times. Oh yeah, like that's what I was doing too. Like I couldn't, I kept jump. I was anywhere between like a seven and a sixteen. Like I had no idea. I was this, of like course, an eight and a 10, 11. <laughs> We should say to the viewers is out of twenty-seven possible stars. Mm, each, obviously, yes. yes, each. So uh, that's that's you know that's my score. Uh, so let's go ahead and kick it over to the man himself who Tom picked Hanks? this game. <laughs> Tom Hanks, walk in right now. No, uh, hey, Tom Hanks here. Hi, <laughs> right, I'm Tom Hanks. <laughs> Sir Chomp Slap, would you play it? What'd you score it? Did the story work for you? 
Uh, would I play it? Probably not. Nice. I mean, like a lot of the games, if they redid it with today's technology and made it look super badass, like it was supposed to. Yeah, I mean, most of the backgrounds and stuff were exactly the same, too. It was kind yeah. of drab. Yeah, it seemed like the enemies kind of were all the same, too. You were fighting that same guy in the desert that you are fighting at the end. <laughs> Those little demons flying around. Yeah. So it seemed a little boring, but apparently it's only like a five-hour playthrough anyway. So so if you remade it, made it look badass, fixed the fucking ending, I'd play it. <laughs> Did the story work for me? I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I didn't know what I was getting into when I started it. <laughs> but it makes sense. I think that actually helps it, that none of us have played yeah. it. Yeah. I mean... It makes sense that there's a a supreme being that you're trying to stop from taking over the world. And I like how you fought in different time zones, like time, <laughs> not time zones, but time. Right, you know what like I mean? time periods. Like you yeah. fought Nazis, you fought Templars, you fought Romans. And that was cool how it was made like that, like how each level was trying to close it for the previous time. That mm-hmm. kind of, I like that. I like the whole squad tactic where you could switch between everybody. That was fucking cool. They should do that more often in games, if you ask me. Uh, so, yeah, I'd say the story worked for me. It was bloody. <laughs> <laughs> it was slappy, all right. It was, we'll say that. Yeah, it was a slapper. So, good story. Probably could have been cool graphics nowadays i mean it was was still pretty sick looking for its time but i gave it a 10 okay okay what does that give us dr scientist 32 not bad no just to give you a little bit of reference uh we gave dante's inferno not a similar game but kind of uh 39 and parasite Also a slapper. Parasite <laughs> Eve was a 37. Uh, but this game did do better than Call of Duty Ghost, Gears of War, Turok Dinosaur Hunter, Mafia, and Haze. But uh, though Haze is a pretty fucking low bar. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. I did. Uh, I've so, There's cut scene movies that we've watched that I felt like were shorter and felt like 75 hours long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this one kind of just breezed by. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead then. Let's close this one up and go to our favorite segment of every week, which is Dr. Science. This is, this is Tom Hanks' vehicle lock of the week. The Tom Hanks lock of the week. So every week, Dr. Scientist gives us a guaranteed amazing piece of Tom Hanks content. Sometimes it's a movie. Sometimes it's a TV show. Sometimes it's a museum exhibit. Either way, <laughs> it's always great. And this week, Dr. Scientist, what do you got for us? First off, I got to say, it's amazing that Tom Hanks makes movies that are almost exactly like every game we pick. It's really <laughs> uncanny, right? Oh. And, and this one is, uh, well, he's a stuck in hell. It's a, it's a weird story. It's called Terminal. Oh, is it like purgatory or hell or? I think it's hell. It's this place called the Guardia. <laughs> and he's stuck Ooh, there and he gross. can't leave. Kind of like the, the Jericho squad in this game. Yeah. 
because his home is not his home anymore. Yeah. It's not even a country. And he's got to just kind of stay there. I think he did a good job in that role, but... Yeah, it was, it was decent. The movie wasn't that great. <laughs> it's it's not a top five Tom Hanks movie, yeah. but it's still a good movie. But not a Tom top five Tom Hanks movie is still an amazing movie to yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tom Hanks is gotcha. in anything. It's an amazing movie. Fantastic. So uh, go see it right now, Terminal. It's pretty much exactly the same story as Jericho. <laughs> so you'll you see like a lot Jericho, of parallels. Yeah, yeah you'll a see a lot of it. Nazis and Romans and such. <laughs> And that'll take us to our favorite segment of every week, which is Chump Slaps, Fuck, Mary Kill. Wicka, wicka. Chump Slaps, Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> every week, <laughs> Dr. Scientist and I pick three people, three characters from the game we just talked about, and, we, and Chump Slap has to decide which one he's going to have sex with, which one he would like to wed, and which one he'd like to murder. Now, I, I, why do I have such a hard time doing this? I think it is your turn, Dr. Scientist, to pick two. I believe it is. Last week, we did Resident Evil 2, and I picked Ada Wong. And who? what were our picks for last week? I don't week? even remember. I don't remember. <laughs> this is a whole week ago. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think you picked first. Yeah. If not, we'll record this again next week <laughs> and just add it on. Perfect. So, Dr. Scientist, what two characters you got to contribute here? Uh, I wasn't going to go with characters. I was going to say the first one being Clive Barker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's that's fair. And the second one being Chris Jericho, professional wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, really threw his curveball. Yeah, (laughs) I want to make sure you're not prepared at all. Then I'm going to pick... Uh, someone from the actual fucking game, <laughs> and I will pick Frau Lichtheimer. Oh, so we so got Frau Frau Lichtheimer, Lichtheimer, Chris Jericho, the professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's still alive. I checked. <laughs> okay, good. And Clive Barker himself. Well, not sure is alive. I think he is. Pretty sure he is. Okay, that would have made news, right? Uh. Sure. Yeah. You know what I've seen. It. <laughs> yeah. Could have made news eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with the Mary. I think I'll marry Clive Barker because I'm sure he's got some fucking sick ass movie memorabilia in his house. I think I would have married Lickhammer myself. But... It's a pretty big house. I don't want to marry no Nazi. That's yeah. just silly. <laughs> silly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're, so you're marrying Clive Barker. Yep, just for that sweet house with his sweet Cenobites everywhere. <laughs> Dude, you know he has life-size Cenobites. Yeah, I know. That's why it would be awesome. He's probably got Cinnabons everywhere. <laughs> Cinnabon, okay. And then I can pick his brain, <laughs> make him write a sequel to Jericho. <laughs> Or at least tell me how it ended. <laughs> You're playing the long game. I like this. Okay. Good. Can you tell us how it ended too? Yeah. Gladly. <laughs> you hear me, Parker? I'm coming for you. <laughs> I guess I'll have to have sex with Lickhammer. I can't argue with that. Yeah. I mean. Sold. Do we have to go over why? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Super sexy. Oh, Papa Scott just talked about how sexy it was all all through the day. I know. <laughs> I, I might have planted that seed in your head. Not sorry. <laughs> Not sorry at all. So that means you got to kill Jericho, huh? I guess. I mean, what do you ever do for me? <laughs> <laughs> Flawless logic. 
can't argue with that at all. I so, can't even picture what he looks like or anything. So uh, to run that down real quick, you would marry Clive Barker, mm-hmm. have sex with Frau Lichthammer, and then murder former professional wrestler Chris Jericho. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Great, great. So what if someone had maybe a folder on their desktop that had three to 5,000 images of Chris Jericho and they wanted to send them to you, Chump Slap? Where would they send that email? I hope to God nobody on the planet has that. Anything <laughs> I'm sure somebody does. Maybe his mom. <laughs> she lists, he's a listener. Hey, Jericho's mom, send that too. <laughs> Plottytime at gmail.com and Perfect. I will read it. Perfect. Also, any Chris Jericho fanfic, send it there. Chump Slap <laughs> loves that shit. And uh, if they wanted to get to us faster on the socials about while why uh, Frau Lichthammer was actually the choice that you should have made to marry, where would they get to us much faster there, Dr. Scientist? Uh, at Pilati Time on Instagram and Twitter. All right, well, that does it for us for this week. So I guess go out there, play some games, and don't open any breaches to hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rawlings sucks. <laughs> Later. Thank you, Italy. <laughs> <laughs>